Let's analyze misinformation, peace, investigate real education, and utilize family, spiritualization, and discover the soul of us. The soul of us. Welcome, 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 welcome. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Everybody, everybody, welcome to the Soul of Us podcast, episode six. Streaming live right now on Facebook and Instagram. Um, just check us out whenever you see, you know, that notification pop up. You know, most times it's going to be on Friday, but we post every day some type of inspiration, some type of motivation for your emotional wellness, for your uh, spiritual wellness, for your mental wellness. Um, we are here to break these destructive cycles. So with the Soul of Us podcast... Um, we have been addressing different topics that affect our emotional wellness or our mental wellness. Um, and we appreciate you guys checking in each week. Each week, we appreciate you guys chiming in, giving your comments, showing your love, whether it's on Instagram, whether it's on Facebook. Um, and, you know, I know that you guys are rocking with us um, because you know, when I put out these posts, uh, the daily inspiration or the daily motivation, you guys really resonate with it. I know it's deep information. Um, you're not used to hearing it. You know, it's challenging information, but that's what we're here to do. We're here to challenge the norm, right? And we're trying. To, I'm trying to bring it out, you guys. I'm trying to bring that positivity out of you guys, I'm trying to help you guys see life in a different way. Um, whereas though you can get your needs met emotionally, physically, and live the best life possible. Um, and not just because you have material success, but you have an internal success. You have an internal motivation, right? So Soul of Us podcast, we're here with you guys. Appreciate you guys for checking in with us. You know what I'm saying? Like, subscribe, share the live, um, and tune in with us every Friday. Soul of Us bringing you a new episode. Or look for one of our posts. Um, so just a little recap, like we normally do uh, each week with the Soul of Us podcast. Um, you know, so last week we talked about racism and the impact of racism on our emotional wellness. So that was a very deep topic. Uh, we're going to touch that topic again. Not right now, but we're going to come back to it. But we definitely outlined how um, racism can shape our reality, can cause trauma, emotional trauma, physical trauma. That uh, shapes how we interact with the world, shapes how the world interacts with us, how we see the world. So, you know, we want to continue with that theme of how society and the different things that um, go on in society, how these things can impact us on a emotional wellness, on an emotional wellness level. So, you know, with that being said, um, today's topic is poverty and addiction, poverty and addiction, right? So when we think of poverty, you know, what's the first thing, you know, that we think of that comes to mind, right? What's the first thing that comes to mind when we think of poverty? Well, you know, when I think of poverty, you know, I think of, you know, I think of, you know, people not having access, I think of, crime. I think of blight. Uh, yeah, I think of um, police. I think of uh, corruption, you know, gang. You know, I just think a lot of different things would come to mind when I think of poverty. And, you know, I've talked about addiction before. Addiction was one of those things that uh, when I did the wellness talk series on Facebook, I did a two-part series on addiction, and addiction is a major impact on society. And we're not just talking about drug addiction. Any type of addiction can be a major impact on our social and emotional wellness, right? So, you know, when we start to talk about poverty, I really wanted to just talk about, you know, poverty as it, you know, pertains to us as a people. So I had this little diagram um, that you know, I, I was looking at and it just started to help me, you know, formulate my thoughts around where I wanted to talk, where I wanted to start with poverty and how it impacts us. Right. So 
you know, most times we, when we, when we think of poverty, you know, we, you know, it's just one of those things that we see all the films, we hear all the films, right? You know, but that doesn't necessarily depict who and what poverty really is, right? So poverty is, you know, lack of education, lack of political structure, lack of access to food and water, um, crime, high crime, poverty areas, you know, uh, it could be inherited, meaning the people in poverty could be generational, their mother's mother was in poverty, their mother's mother had, you know, a low economic status due to low lack of education. Um, these are the things when we start thinking about poverty, how poverty starts, uh, where poverty comes from, right? So, you know, we got to be able to see poverty in a way that taking a step outside of it and not normalizing it, not just saying, okay, yeah, poverty is just a part of life. No, it's not. You know, poverty has very bad effects on our people. And until we as a whole people, not just people who are in poverty, whether it's black, white, Asian, until we as a whole people start to see that poverty is a, is is very has a very negative impact on us and, and we have to work together to remedy this this problem poverty is not just going to go away because poverty is is you know and some researchers have said it's like a disease it, it can change your chemical makeup your function your brain function you witnessing violence all the time you being exposed to you know drugs and um, moral injury that comes along with witnessing all of these, you know, maladaptive behaviors, you know. So we got to really dive deep into our own perspective of how we relate or how we, you know, look at poverty because poverty is something that it's not going to go away just because you give somebody a couple dollars or it's not going to go away just because, you know, you donated $1,000 or you donate $10,000 or you volunteer or, you know, simple, quick fix. It's, it, this system that we live in that creates for these, this that creates for our, our destruction, like, because poverty really puts our people in a place of emotional harm. Because when you don't have the vision, when you don't have the support, when you don't have the uh, the knowledge to go forth, I mean, you may have never seen someone graduate from college. You may have never seen someone maintain a job. You may have never seen someone actually emotionally express themselves in a healthy way. These are the things that are associated with poverty. Right. And poverty doesn't just go away because we know and understand that trauma begets trauma. Trauma hurt people, hurt people. And that's why poverty, we have to look at it like, man, well, how can we how can we address this? How how can we, you know, make. You know, a difference. Right. But the only way we can make a difference is first to educate ourselves, you know, is to have an understanding of what poverty is. How does it start? Right? How does it how does it occur? And and in life, we have to take a pause all the time. You got to pause for the cause. Pause for the cause. And if you're not pausing for the cause, are you being mindful in the moment? Are you being mindful in the moment? Are you giving your all to the moment? So you know, it's that's what we're asking. Like, give your all to the moment. Pause for the cause. When you see that person on the side of the street and they're, you know, they're giving you that look of, I need something. You have it. Think about how they got there. Let's be more empathetic. Let's look at life 
through the lenses of empathy. And the only way to do that is to put ourselves in the shoes of others, right? So not just saying, hey, yeah, you're a poor person. But how did that poverty begin? Is it lack of access to jobs? Is it lack of access to education? Is it, you know, what is it? What is it? So we have to look at those things so that we can actually, you know, make a difference in people's lives. Make a difference. Because right now we're not making a difference in each other's lives because we don't understand what's going on. We have no understanding of what's going on. We don't really give time because like I said, like I said, most people are numb to the situation. You know, we think, you know, well, my mama, if if she lived to 96, if it was good for her, that's okay for me. And it's like, no, that's not okay. That's not okay. Like it's not okay at all for you to accept the conditions of your parents or to accept the conditions of, you know, just pain and struggle. We have to have a fight, a want for more. But I know and understand, as we've talked in the previous, is that a lot of these things are caused by things that may be out of our control, but we can apply pressure in certain things. So racism, you know, traumatic experiences, um, let's see, you know, lack of education, you know, these are things that we may not be able to control, but we can actually understand what are we going through? Why are we going through these things? And then start to make better decisions. So everything that we are, everything that we are going through, right? Everything that we're going through has a certain impact on you. So when we start talking about social emotional learning, being self-aware, being socially aware, being able to regulate yourself, right? Emotionally regulate yourself, physically regulate yourself, being able to make good decisions, responsible decisions, and being able to relationship build. So all of these things we're talking about poverty, right? Poverty impacts our ability to be emotionally literate, meaning our ability to regulate ourselves, be able to read, identify, label our emotions in a healthy way to be able to integrate them and move out in a healthy way. You know, life, when untapped, when we don't address trauma as trauma, it becomes its most dangerous state. You know, And the, we become negative and we don't even see ourselves as negative. We don't even see ourselves as contributing to the destructive cycle. Or maybe we do, right? And we just don't know what to do to change it. So today we're talking about how poverty contributes to that. So for me, I grew up, right? I'm from North Philadelphia. You know what I'm saying? So my mom, you know, was a single mom when I was born, right? She was a single mother. Uh, she had two kids. Uh, my brother is about 11 years older than me. So, you know, growing up, mom had a teenager and a youngin she had to take care of. And we were in North Philadelphia during the 90s. This was prior to her getting married. Um, Because I didn't move out of so-called poverty, um, like real, real poverty until I was like eight, like seven or eight. You know, we moved to a budding neighborhood that eventually went down due to mentality. And we're going to talk about that, like how poverty impacts our mentality, poverty and addiction. And, you know, for me, again, I was born to a single mother with two kids and my uncle. Right. My uncle was addicted to, uh, you know, uh, crack cocaine. So growing up, I witnessed so much as a child, whether it was, you know, um, my brother being in the streets, you know, being attacked, like, you know, they tried to rob him, take his joints, take his leather jacket, you know, or him fighting in school, you know, or the fact that I lost my godfather, you know, you know, to gun violence, you know what I'm saying? You know, watching my uncle run the streets. These things are impact me in a crazy way. When I was seven years old, I was older 
than I actually was due to the trauma, due to living in poverty. So it it actually put me in a way. It put me it put me in a perspective where I had to grow up super fast. But I didn't know how to express myself. I didn't know how to maintain relations, but I grew up because I knew how to get over, I knew how to lie, you know, I knew how to get what I want from people because I had watched people, you know, do those types of things. And I had been exposed to so much violence, um, so much just uh, maladaptive behavior. I had become morally injured and I didn't know uh, growing up how that would impact me until I got older and I started to see the different behaviors. Like, man, this is this is why you do what you do because of what you've grown up in, what you've seen. And that's why, you know, people living in poverty, you know, we don't have to live like we live. You know, poverty doesn't have to be something that, you know, means you don't have respect or you're not clean or, you know, you're a second class citizen. It could literally mean you just don't have, you know, the resources, but that doesn't have to change your soul. And what we see is we see parents, we see families that are, you know, generational curses being passed down where like for me, keep talking about myself. I was the first male in my family in three generations to graduate high school. Like my older brother, my uncle, you know, they didn't graduate conventional high school. They didn't go through high school. My, my, my grandfather, the urban legend is, is that, you know, they was poor and they was trying to figure it out. And he at 14, because of the struggle, he went into the military. He joined the military at 14 years old. Like, cause that was the only way he was going to be able to support himself and his family. And he made something of it, you know, and that's the other side of poverty where coming from, you know, nothing can build a fire within you where you really are motivated to get something, to be somebody, to get somewhere. But that's the exception to the rule, as we see, because we see a lot of people who see, like I talked about last episode, is we they've been beat down for so long. They've been beat down for so long that, you know, they they really have no motivation. They don't want to fight or try. They accept the conditions or they've been morally injured so much that. They think what they're doing is okay. It's okay to live on what I'm living on. It's okay to just be getting by. This is all right. I've witnessed it. Those people were fine. They had a good life. In my eyes, it's okay. Not knowing that they're doing major harm to their children. Not knowing that they're doing major harm to themselves emotionally. Because when we put ourselves in environments full of crime and we, we're numb to it, it's still having a major impact on you. When you put yourself in an environment where people are abusing each other emotionally, physically, you know, even because you're numb to it, it's still going to have a major impact on you. And that's what we get. You know, we get families where now our, our love language is yelling. Our love language is physical abuse. You know, our love language, and this ain't love language, it's, it's not love language at all. You know, it's it's just the way we've been adapted. We've adapted to... What's going on? Right. So we got to be able to, you know, what I'm saying, get our. You know, get our. Get our perspectives together where we can actually, you know, understand that our families are going through these things. Right. Poverty is at the foundation of it. Addiction is at the foundation of it. But the situation is impacting our emotional wellness, which is also impacting our, our level of intelligence, you know, our level ability to be rational, um, our ability to just interact in a healthy way, you know? So we have to be able to just look, look at our actions, being self-aware, being self-aware. Cause you know, poverty, man, man, again, poverty is something that you know, it runs across our news streams as a as a as a uh, as a title, a headline, and we see it. Uh, we see, you know, donate a quarter or a dollar a day, and you know, what I'm saying it's just you know, 
we're fighting for our own. And when we get our own, you know, we move into our neighborhoods and we move up and we move out, right? And no longer do we associate uh, with those type of people or no longer do we want to be in those unsafe environments. We, we don't do that anymore, right? Because it's been so harmful. But, you know, that's not the solution. The solution isn't to move up and move out. The solution is to help is to remedy this, but the remedy to remedy to to remedy these things, we have to sit back and, as an individual, how can I contribute? How can I change what's going on in my own environment? Right. So if you come from a family that doesn't communicate, just by you communicating, you can start to break down those generational curses, that poverty, you know, that addiction that these things have created for you guys, right? You starting to see that, nah, this is not how I want to live. This is not who I want to be. But what does it look like to be that person? Okay, does that mean I need to read more? Standing out and standing up for yourself, creating firm boundaries because poverty can apply pressure, right? The fact when you come from something so small or when you come from something uh, without, you know, that lacks, right? When you do have, or you have a big, this envy and jealousy and, 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 and pettiness can start to rear its ugly head because poverty affects our emotional wellness. So, you know, we don't see things through the lenses of, of love and positivity. We wouldn't be happy for you when I'm sad and I'm upset because of my own circumstances, because I don't I'm really not okay with how my life looks. So poverty puts those lenses that fall, you know, on us, right? That crabs in the barrel mentality where now we we don't we don't love ourselves or love people around us and we're not grateful for life. The mere fact that we woke up this morning, the mere fact that we were able to do the things that we want to do, put on the shoes that you want, live the life, eat the breakfast that you want. We're not able to be grateful because the, the level of negativity that we live in, it just, you know, it clouds our vision. It clouds our vision, right? And and it, it stunts our growth. It stunts our, our ability to connect with each other. So, you know, we got to start to put some respect on trauma's name. And trauma is very dynamic, very dynamic. So when you, when you talk about addiction, it's not to be taken lightly. Because it doesn't just impact that person, it impacts a family, it impacts a community. When we look around and you have a mother who's having children, who's being exposed to her lifestyle, right? So instead of learning the ABCs, they're learning how to run down there and get mama her stuff. Instead of learning how to count by fives, they're learning how to... You know, they learn they watching mama or they watching dad do what they do, whether it's selling drugs or selling a drug, selling a body or, 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 or any type of destruction. They learning these things at an early age and that it, and if they see their parents addicted to it. Why you think so many children want to want to do all of the things the street life come with, whether it's toting a gun, whether it's, you know, smoking and drinking. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is, because that's what they see. They see adults addicted to the lifestyle, clubbing, partying, you know, you know, the pills, the drink. They see it. And repetition rules the mind. So what we got is children that's already maybe exposed to poverty. So lack of education, lack of access to resources, um, uh, you know, illness, health issues, you know, and then that's the environment, right? Then we got the people living in the environment, even impacting each other even further. Well, you got addiction on top of that. Well, you got robbing, stealing, killing, right? You got, uh, you know, sexual abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse, and then the addicted person is selfish. They can't even see what they're doing. So it's a continual cycle. So we get children who are watching this, 
but we want them to grow up to be well adjusted. We we expect people, you know, especially those who live on the other side, you know, people who are of the status quo, you know, they got a little money or social economic status is and this is even for people who came from the struggle, who made witnesses. It's it's like we'll get to the other side and forget, you know, how hard it is and that it wasn't even easy for us. And then even that we made it, we still got a lot of mental and emotional heart weight to even overcome. Right. But our children, we expecting them to do to be miracles, to, to be able to take the little to nothing and to be able to do great things with that. And that's horrible mentality because damaged people, right, are starting further behind the starting line than someone who's actually in a well-adjusted environment who's supported. They're already starting ahead of the person and the race hasn't even started just because they are in a well-adjusted environment where the people are socially aware, they're self-aware, they know how to articulate themselves, express themselves. These, these, these ideas, this isn't just, I'm not just talking to say these things because it sounds good or it's, it's, it's education. I'm saying this because it's real and we know it to be real. We know how we feel when we're in positive environments. We know when we take part in something that's actually trying to grow you, we, we know how we feel and we know the effects. But we expect children who don't get the attention. We expect adults who don't get the resources to be totally different than what they are. And that's not going to happen without a miracle taking place, without something that can't be explained, that we have to look deep inside that individual and understand how were they able to overcome the circumstances? How were they able to be able to be emotionally sound? And a lot of times we see that while they may be successful, they have emotional weight that they either numb to or have to deal with by themselves because they haven't been taught the skills. And that's what we see. You know, people have not been taught the skills. They have not been taught the skills. So we operate at a level of emotional illness, not wellness, emotional illness. And we look around for answers in all the wrong places, you know, and due to, you know, a lot of us not coming from places of access. And I don't, and again, this is not just geared towards black people. This, you know, poverty stretches across all races and no child, no child, no child should be bought up in these situations, right? But at the end of the day, we have the society that we live in, so we have to learn how to deal with that, right? So what does that look like? What is what is us dealing with society? One second, y'all, one second. What does us dealing with society look like? Like, what is what does that look like? What is that? Like, how do we how do we start to change these things? One, we said understanding. When we said understanding, you know, we get understanding through education. So understanding that poverty um, and the things that we're going through, uh, addiction and people affected by addiction. Like, how does that uh, how does it happen? You know, um, why is it happening? Right. You want to be self-aware and socially aware. This is uh, that's how we become socially, emotionally you know, well, right? So let's look at it. Let's look at it. If trauma is at the is at the baseline of a lot of poverty and addiction, um, whether it may be, you know, systemic trauma, lack of access, racism, classism, um, or is it f- familiar trauma, meaning coming from your family, your mother, um, your father, your brothers and sisters, uh, or if it's, you know, exposure, right? Peer pressure, societal influence, right? So it's a lot of different uh, factors that contribute to us uh, living out 
these, you know, lifestyles. And what we see is that we get even more traumatized people from these experiences. So what I mean by that is if you have a mom who didn't graduate from high school and reads at maybe an eighth grade education level, that's harmful because what you don't know, right, and another person has, you know, somewhat power over you because they do have the knowledge. They can manipulate the situation. You can, it's a lot of harm that can happen. And our children witness this. Uh, we witness this in society. And what it creates is a cynical, a negative, a dark feeling of, well, I won't even, I won't even do that because I've seen what happened to my cousin or I know what happened to this person. So we, we have a lack of trust. You know, our boundaries, you know, um, we don't have an identity within this world anymore because we've seen so much. So we don't even want to even step out and try it. We'll just stick to what we know, what's comfortable, what we've been raised in, even though we know it's not healthy for us or it's not really the life that we really want to live. We'll still just go with what we know. Why? Because trauma is crippling. Trauma is paralyzing. That's why we have to stick with the being emotionally well, emotionally available. We have to stick with being emotionally, like diving deep into ourselves. This is all about you looking into yourself. This is all about you trying to understand what you got going on and how the world you live in impacts you, right? So today we're talking about in poverty. So thinking about you, when we're talking about addiction, have you grown up? Did you grow up in poverty? Did you grow up, you know, um, affected by somebody who uh, was addicted to something, maybe material or drugs or anything? Could have been gambling, could have been, you know, spending money. Did you grow up witnessing those types of behaviors or do you yourself, do you? participate in those behaviors do you are you a person who goes out and you know um gambles your life away or are you living in poverty right now we want to talk about the impact of these things or if you're not you've never been in poverty if you've never uh did drugs or never seen addiction or you may not know what addiction looks like right we want to help you understand we want to help you want to bring you closer to understanding um, what's going on around you. We're building self-awareness. We're building self-awareness so that we can bring ourselves, we can start to bridge the gap. There's a lot of gaps in our society and it's due to lack of understanding. So we do a lot of blaming. We do a lot of victim blaming, especially. Do a lot of, you are in your situation because you put yourself in this situation. You, you, you're in this situation. All you had to do was pick yourself up by your bootstraps and you'll be all right. I worked hard. I got where I needed to be. You could work hard too and get where you need to be. We hear it all the time. Uh, and I'm, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, I know the country accent came out, but that's, you know, it's coming in the South. You know what I'm saying? You hear it, you know, um, but it's everywhere. You hear that mentality. And we got to understand that that's, that's not, a good mentality to have if we want to build emotionally healthy people because we don't want to overlook people's emotions and experiences. We want to be open to their emotions and their experiences. We want to be able to bridge the gap. Life's not going to be perfect. Life's not going to be fair. But what we do need to do is to open our minds and our hearts and our ears. We need to do more observing and more listening than talking and expressing our opinions. Because the more we listen, the more we observe, the more understanding we'll get, right? And that's what we said. In order to fix a lot of these problems, we have to get the understanding. So we have to let people educate us to what's going on in their lives. So if they're poor and, you know, they're looking for access, better jobs, why are people fighting for better jobs? You know, it's not just, oh, people don't... $15 an hour isn't just, I want to make $15 an hour because it'll look good for me. No, some people want to make $15 an hour 
because it literally could be the difference between them having a home and staying with somebody else. It could literally be the difference between their kids having food on the table consistently consistently, and them having to go to a food share or a food bank, right? That's the difference between $15 an hour and someone making $7.25. And then we can't blame them, right, for their situation all the time because we all live our lives. You know, a lot of people don't want to talk about it, but privilege is real. And it ain't just because you're a certain color. It could be because you have a certain lifestyle. You come from a certain family, socioeconomic status. And we can't we can't blame other people for actions and things that they didn't. We're not asked to born in, be born into this world. So, yeah, I may have been born into a family that, you know, was working class and had access to certain things. But. My cousin may have not been, but I, I can't be like, I'm better than you because I made it to college or because I I got a degree and I got a job and I got a business. I'm not better than that person because that person was born into a situation that they had no control over. So they had to play the cards that they was dealt. So if anything, I need to understand how can we help folks in those situations to be able to get access because people take credit for things that they didn't do. So we have a lot of people who come from well-off, you know, families or well-off society, and they're taking credit for their other people's accomplishments. The fact that you came from a home that wasn't, you didn't do anything to deserve that. You were born into that. So we have to understand that everybody doesn't have access. Everybody isn't, isn't as lucky. We know that life isn't fair like that. So if anything, let's have empathy and compassion, you know, so we don't continue the destruction because ultimately when we don't give help, we continue the cycles. And what we said, what, what do we get? We saw we, what we said, what we get from poverty, we get mental illness, we get high levels of crime, you know, we get, you know, lack of emotional availability, PTSD. What do we get? We get more addiction, Right. So we have to see, like, how do we change the current status or the current state of living in America, in the world? But it's this type of topics have to be continually discussed. These type of topics within your family, like having that conversation. Why, why do we emotionally beat each other down? When did that start? Why are we okay with this circumstance, whether it may be poverty, whether it may be pain, whether it may be criminal criminal activity. Why are we okay with this? Having that comes becoming self-aware in the sense of it's like, you know, just taking that time out. You know, it's not it's not hard. It's like, you know, sitting back and I'm going to keep saying, taking that pause for the cause, because we all on this journey. We all on this journey, um, trying to find ourselves, trying to take it to the next level. Um, but we need help. And a lot of it, it takes practice, too, because it took us all our lives. And I'm going to say it again. It took all it took, took us all our lives to be who we are, coming from the situations that we came from. Me, I was born into poverty. Yeah, I've had to overcome certain circum, circum, circumstances, certain things to become who I am, um, that has shaped my reality, but everybody's not like me, but I'm here for people. You know, I'm here for you guys. Continue to put the information out there so you can have an emotionally well life. So you won't let poverty be determine who you are and how you're going to live your life. So you don't let addiction shape your life, shape who you are and where you're going to be. Because if we, if we just keep going through life with the, with the attitude of it's okay, it is what it is, then we'll keep getting the results that we get. And we know it's not okay. Again, we're trying to change the world for our children. We want a better world for our children. We want to have a world where, you know, everybody is accepted for who they are, regardless of race, color, and creed, or gender, or sexuality. We want to build a world where 
you are not judged by, you know, preconceived notions of people who look like you, but you are actually judged by who you are. Like Martin Luther said, the content of your character, like we're biased and implicit bias. You know, like we just don't automatically think because, you know, you came from poverty, you're not educated or you don't want anything or because you, 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 you've been an addict that you, you a second class citizen. We have to really start to look at life and change these things, change it. It's, it's, it's okay to not be okay with the world. You don't have to go along with the get along. I'm here to say, turn up, stand up. You don't got to go along with the get along. But it takes you educating yourself. It takes you putting yourself in a place of growth, understanding, right? Not just being complacent and comfortable and upset and hurt and sad, anxiety and depressed and being okay with that. You know, because again, all of these emotions, all these things are like seasons. They come and they go. It's times when you're happy. It's times when you're sad. It's times where you're you're up on top of life and it's times when you're not, right? So we have to be in control of ourselves. We have to be in control of our emotions. So no matter the season, no matter what's going on around us, whether we're being oppressed, whether, you know, you're witnessing something, you're able to be anchored emotionally, spiritually, right? Where you can know what you want, know how to get it, whether you got it or not, you're working towards it and things are happening in your life to propel you towards that, right? So it's like the law of attraction. People say you you think, therefore you are. So the thoughts that you put out there will attract a life, you know, the life that you want. So if you think you won't, you won't. If you think you will, you will. So whatever they say, whatever you think, you're probably right. So that's where we have to start to change how we make our decisions, how we relate to each other, and understanding, you know, how we got to this place of being poverty, addiction, racism, right? Lack of communication. You see what I'm saying? Our perceptions. This is this is what has put us in a state of emergency. Where, you know, we don't connect, we continue the theme, which is destruction. We, we think life is going well, but when you're numb to the world and everything that the world has given to you, you're not in a good place. And I'm just saying that. There's a difference between being detached and being numb. You can have a feeling and no empathy and no sympathy and compassion. Right. And still detach yourself, knowing that I this may be happening, but I know that life is very dynamic, that it's still positive, that things good things can happen versus being a person who's, you know. Attached to the feeling of negativity, attached to the feelings of destruction. So it shaped your reality to the point where you don't believe things can go right. You don't believe that life can change, that you can fulfill your destiny or your your calling. Because we all have a calling. We all have things that make us happy, that come naturally to us. You know, whether it's our job or if it's a hobby, you know, whether it's a, a side hustle or whether it's, you know what I'm saying, you know, who you are as a person. We all have those things that, you know, help us fulfill our destiny, but we have to be that and we have to be okay with being that. We have to be someone that we love and we have to understand what love is, understand what communication is, understanding what, what a real relationship looks like, not just an intimate relationship, but just being connected to your fellow woman or man. What does it really mean to be empathetic? Because the longer that we allow for poverty, addiction, racism, and, you know, the lack of emotional wellness to, to persevere, we'll live in this society 
of destruction, of confusion, of chaos, where we see ourselves going in the wrong direction versus the right direction. And it's we can change. It's, it's, it's all about opening our minds and our hearts and having a conversation. Like I said, turn up, stand up, be the loudest person in the room. If it's not right, don't let it go. Don't let it slide. Stand up for what's right, what you believe in. Change the circumstances. Believe, believe, believe. Seeing is believing. Don't allow life to beat you down. Don't allow your circumstances to determine who you are and where you're going. A lot of us have done that. A lot of us have grown up in poverty and all we see is poverty. All we see is poverty. We do not see the fact that we can change our circumstances. This is who we are, who we going to be. We okay with being who we are. Comfortable. Right? But we're really not because when you talk to those folks, they got a lot of issues going on amongst themselves. So we have to change that. We have to change that. We have to change the normalization of addictive behavior. We have to change those things. Have to speak up. Speak up. Don't be silent. Don't be complicit. Don't be silent. Speak up. Say what's right. Because you saying what's right ultimately builds you up. So you don't, you fighting a moral injury. You're fighting a moral injury by standing up for, for what's right. Because when you're silent and you witness it, man, that changes you. Emotions change you. Trauma changes you. Your, your personality will be shaped by the things that you're going through. Right. So we have to look at these things. That's why this episode is about poverty and addiction. You know, and just talking about it, just outlining what is poverty. And we said it's the lack of education, the lack of resources. Right. You know, high crime, blight, meaning, you know, it's dirty areas, you know, addiction. We defined it, you know, and it's not just to drugs. It could be, you know, gambling. It could be material. Um, it's a lot of different things that, you know, addiction, how addiction rears itself, emotions, people, experiences, you know, but all of these different things impact us from a child all the way to an adult and it continues into our adulthood. So when we get the results that we get in our lives and they don't look like what we really want or our relationships aren't good or we're not able to keep the jobs that we want or we not have the success that we want. Um, emotionally, spiritually, physically, we got to look at what's at the foundation of that. Is it the poverty? Are you still, you know, emotionally poor? Are you still, you know, physically poor? Or is it the addiction? Did you witness it to the point where it's morally corrupted you? Are you addicted still, even though you let it go? Are you still addicted emotionally? Right. So we got to look at what's the core of what's going on in our lives and start to address those things, start to change those things. If our parents was like this, we can be different. We can choose to be different. We can choose to change our path, our future. We can't change our past. but We can change our future. We can we can want better for ourselves through us understanding what we're going through, how it impacts us. Right. So this episode has been it's been a great episode. You know, what I'm saying I really, you know, think about the things that's going on and, you know, what I'm saying in life. And, you know, I just look at, you know, how we are, you know, building society. And I really think there's a need for the information that all of us is putting out there. It's really a need for understanding and education, real education, because this is not what's taught in schools. You don't, we're not taught about how to understand how life impacts our emotions and how our emotions ultimately determine who we're going to be in life. We, we, we're taught that the degree and the, the amount of money you have determines who you're going to be in life. We're not taught that your thoughts can shape your actions. You're not thought to uh, find yourself and find who you are 
so that you can act on those things. We're not taught these things. So when we look at the level of emotional wellness in life, we are getting the results that we're getting because of the lack of education. We're all, you know, emotionally poor. Like as a whole in society, there is emotional poverty going on. Lack of all types of expressions. So we hide, lie, sweep under the rug. We're numb. And this is a society that does not beget love and connection. So that's why mental illness, destruction, and chaos is running rampant. But, you know, and I always say it's a little easier when we know, but it's easier when we're all on the same page. Teamwork make the dream work. So when we start to look at poverty and the effects of poverty and generational poverty, how we got to this point and how all of these things are related and how it impacts us as a, on a soul level, on a personal level, we then can be advocates. We then can start to change our own behaviors, our own speech, and advocate for ourselves in a positive way. You know, making sure that, you know, making sure that the, the images and the messages that we align ourselves with, that we associate with, that we project, really are that of love and positivity, right? Because, again, like in the previous episodes, when we are not on that page and we express the behaviors that we express, you know, that ultimately takes us in the wrong direction. So when it's negative, I don't care if you didn't hit somebody and you feel like you're numb, that numbness is a reaction. And it's it's a reaction that can cause different things physically within your body. And that's what we see. You know, I don't want to get too deep into the fact that your negative energy can really impact you in a physical way, right? But we got to look at that. Like when you don't witness somebody get beat up and how you feel after that. When you don't witness somebody get robbed, how you feel? And if you don't have any feelings, that's another thing that we need to talk about. Why don't you have any feelings? These are the things. It's all about being curious and and, and keeping that uh that mind frame of understanding, you know, empathy. How do I get better first by putting myself in the shoes of others or just put myself in my own shoes? Like, what did I go through? Why did I why am I where I'm at? And if you were born into poverty, you know, what about poverty affected you? Start to do your own research so you know that what you are and how you are isn't necessarily your fault. Some of it is your environment. Some of it is the things that you had no control over. And you don't need to blame yourself. You don't need to be, you know, uh, upset and doubtful of being able to change. You just change your environment. Change what you ingest. Again, determine who it is that you want to be. Why it is you want to be that person, what it looks like to be that person, and then we start to work towards it, right? So hopefully with this episode, you know, we got a better understanding of how poverty impacts our emotional wellness, how addiction impacts our emotional wellness. And we're going to continue this conversation. We're going to bring it up. This is just an introduction. The first season, we just introduction to all of these topics. My next season, my next episode, you know, part two, we're going to go really in-depth into situations of poverty, of addiction, and how that contributed to certain outcomes and how we can look into those outcomes and see how we can, you know, change those things. It's all about change. It's all about change. Soul of Us is about bringing us together, changing our, our outcomes which is it is not hard if we work together. It's not hard if there's an us. It's the we not me mentality. You know, so we have to, you know, pause for the cause, think about what we want, and start to make positive motion towards that. And, you know, we'll see how the impact of us being positive impacts our environment that impacts the environment around them. And that's the thing. 
Just be you. Be positive and change. And you never know what you can cause to uh, to change or to be renewed or for education to occur. Like it's a lot of different things that occur just by you changing your perspective and impacting your environment. That's how we change the world. That's how we change society. You changing you and you impacting your environment. So standing tall against the negative, standing tall against the poverty, showing them, no, it's not about moving up and moving out. If I move up, I move back to help others move up the way that I moved up, to get out the way that I got out, to be able to come back and show them that we can change this, right? So again, soul of us coming to you every week, we want you to turn this information up, man, like real smack. Like I want you guys, you know, even if you feel like I don't make sense the whole time, that's cool, you know, like take the little bits and pieces that do make sense. Research it, look it up, find out from understanding for yourself because mental health should be a priority. Emotional wellness should be a priority. Just as motivated as you are to become financially stable, you should be motivated to become emotionally stable. And just because you don't think or you don't know doesn't mean that it isn't true. And what I mean is just because you don't think you emotionally, you, you don't think you're not emotionally stable, you don't think you're not emotionally well, or you know, you don't know, doesn't mean that you're okay. We gotta start to take the time, pause for the cause. Self self-care is not selfish. Now, there's a lot of people out here who are selfish, but we're talking about self-care. So you understanding who you are on the core principles of what makes you up, why you do what you do. Why do you get the outcomes in your life that you do? So, again, we're going to hone in on these topics each and every week. Again, so this week was poverty and addiction. And, you know, we talked about, you know, uh, just the impacts of, you know, not, you know, lack of access and how that contributes to who we are as a people. And I keep reiterating this because repetition rules the mind. I want, even if a person catches a clip. I want them to know it's all about self-awareness, social awareness, making better decisions, building better relations, right? Being able to regulate yourself. And that's the mission. That's that's everything that I'm saying to us. Emotionally well people, you are emotionally well. Start to say it. I am emotionally well. Start to project it. I am emotionally well. No matter what my circumstances is, I will exude emotional wellness. And if I need help, I'll seek search help. I'll seek out help. I'll be available. You know, I'll be open. I'm just trying to help you guys with this podcast. Change your perspective. Change the way you interact with the world. Um, and it's going. It's not going to happen overnight. It's a journey. It's going to take practice, practice, practice. You know, it took us all our lives again to become who we are. The pain, the good things, the ups, the downs, you know, all of those things contributed to become to who we are today. So in order for us to be well, to take it to another level, coming from the circumstances that we coming from, we have to start to see it. You have to start to say it. You have to want more. If you're depressed, anxiety filled, um, if you're addicted. We have to first acknowledge it. Acknowledge it. It's okay. We all human. We all have our nicks, our knacks. We all have our our flaws. But we have to acknowledge, tell the truth, and gain understanding from that truth. Gain understanding from, you know, our experiences. You know, and that's why we define poverty. So we can understand how our experience of poverty shapes us so that we can, when you see a person who is morally corrupt or spiritually corrupt or, you know, emotionally, you know, bankrupt, and then you look at their circumstances and you see, oh, that's what's going on. 
That's why they are. That level of empathy, thin, right? And and that's what it takes. But we first got to extend it to ourselves. Again, it's self first. You got to fill your cup up and keep your cup full before we can fill anybody else's cup. And again, I I keep saying it and I'm going to say it again. It's understanding. It's understanding. It's okay to be and go through what we go through because we were taught the wrong things from birth, whether it's society and the images that are put out there through social media, media, radio, movies, or if it's your own environment, we're not being taught what I'm talking about. Or if it's you are being taught, it's not being reinforced. And again, like I said, repetition rules the mind. So the more you see it, the more you're going to be it. So that's why I have to come every week with this information. I put it out every day because I want you guys, I want it to be in your mind, your heart, and your soul. Let it change you. Let it grow you so that you can do again. You can impact your society, your, your environment, right? So you can find the motivation to overcome the circumstances that you're in, right? You know, so that we can improve our emotional wellness because it starts with us as an individual and coming together. We lean on each other, lean on each other. And the more we lean on each other, the bigger we'll grow, the more of an impact we'll have, a positive impact. Because we see that right now we live in a negative, very negatively charged environment. So I just wanted to get on here today, express the love, express, you know, um, you know, just the plight of our people. You know, the human race is, you know, at an all-time low when it comes to emotional wellness. And it don't matter what what color, creed, race you are, it doesn't matter what um, socioeconomic status, we're all going through emotional pain. You know, we're all going through emotional trauma. And we got to put some respect on trauma's name because trauma shapes who you are. Trauma shapes your personality. It shapes how you interact with the world, how you see the world. And I'm going to continue to repeat that because it's that heavy. And until we start to take it seriously and not take it so lightly, we'll start to get start to keep getting the outcomes that we get, you know. And, And that's right. You know, we're all a huge ball of emotions. We are all a huge ball of emotions until we acknowledge that until we acknowledge that. We're going to continue to 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 keep going down this road of destruction because we all started off as children. And when we came out the womb, we experienced the world through emotion. We were happy. We were sad. We were angry. Right. You you witnessed so much, so many things, whether you touched it and you see how it felt or you, you tasted it and experienced something emotional. So now that we grow up, we stop living life through our emotions. We stop experiencing life through our emotions. No, we do. We're all still emotionally charged people, but life has put us in a place where sweep that under the rug. Don't talk about that. Hold on to that baggage. And that's what gets us into these maladaptive behaviors. where We become morally injured and we don't want to become morally injured. We don't want to. Again, we've defined that earlier episodes. Go back and check that episode out, the state of emergency. Because that moral injury is basically due to you witnessing the destruction over and over, right? You become the image that you witnessed. And it may not be due to your fault. It's just due to the way the world works and how you know things trend. We see it all the time. A dance comes out. You might not even like the dance at first. Song comes out, you might not even like, you know, the song at first, right? But people keep listening to it. People keep dancing. Next thing you know, you're doing a dance. You're like, why am I? Why am I doing this dance? Because it's that heavy. It's that heavy. And until we start to acknowledge that, we'll continue on the road that we're on. And it's that simple and just just acknowledging it. We're not saying change overnight. We're not saying get rid of poverty. We're not saying get rid of addiction. Not saying that. What we're saying is acknowledge. Acknowledge it. 
it's there. The trauma, the hurt, the pain, acknowledge why, what got people there. So we're here every Friday. Check us out. We're on uh, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, Google Podcasts. You can get, you can tap in on Unified Stance Family Services on Facebook. Uh, you know, just tap into the information. You know, because like, like you know, uh, teacher lady said, bettering yourself over time. It's okay. No need to rush. Yes, no need to rush. We here. We're, it's a journey. We're all on that journey, and, and and in my opinion, this journey is about, you know, like. Like Dorothy, finding your purpose, but you have to go through your struggles. You have to go through your obstacles. And a part of you going through that is going to build you up and make you stronger. It's going to make you a, a better person. Um, it's going to build your character. So that's why I say it's okay. Take your time, get the understanding, you know, you know, apologize, live in love. And the more we do that, the better our lives will be, um, the better our relations will be, you know, we'll be able to regulate ourselves better. Um, so, again, tap in Soul of Us podcast every Friday, emotional uh, wellness, trauma awareness, social emotional learning. These are our focuses, whatever topic that we talk about or discuss. Uh, we're going to look at it from through those lenses. How does it impact our level of emotional wellness? our emotional literacy. And then we're going to talk about tips and tools that we can use to, you know, get that, you know, together. Uh, we're here every Friday at between six and seven. Maybe sometimes we'll start at 630, depending, you know, people are getting off work. Uh, we do go live on Instagram and Facebook. So, you know, tap in on Facebook, Unify Stands Family Services, or you can tap in on Instagram at Soul of Us. Soul of Us podcast or Soul of Unified Stance. Um, again, we're on all streaming on all platforms, and we love you. We love you. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, Soul of Us uh, website coming soon. Um, we're offering mental health coaching, uh, support groups, uh, rites of passages, emotional wellness rites of passages. So look forward to those. Look, tap in, tap in. It's coming soon. Um, we're just, you know, giving you the information weekly on how to improve your emotional wellness and how to look at your life through different lenses, right? Our attitude determines our altitude, right? That's right, spreading love. And our attitude determines our altitude. So, you know, a negative mind will never give us a positive life. So let's lean in. Let's tap in. Let's turn this information up. Spread this information. The more you talk about it, the more you'll become it. The more you live it, the more you'll become it. So, again, you are what you think you are. Take that with you on this weekend. If you want more love in your life, be that love. Express that love. Y'all have a great weekend. Signing off. Please go sign, like, share, follow, um, all of those good things. Have a great weekend. Everybody, uh, if you got any questions, reach out. You know, Unified Stance, Family Services, Soul of Us Podcast. Tap in with us next week. Peace and blessings, everyone.